0: homes.com. We've done your homework.
1: Hello, and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we discuss how to have a happier you in 2022. I just couldn't resist that rhyme. (laughs) This week, we have two big announcements. First, we will reveal the yearly challenge. For 2020, we had Walk 20 and 20, and for 2021, we had Read 21 in 21, and now we will unveil the 22 in 22 challenge, which I think people are going to like. Plus, we have a big announcement about the podcast. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm usually in New York City, and today I am in my hometown of
0: Kansas City with my family, including my sister, Elizabeth Kraft. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, TV writer and producer who usually is in LA, but today, home in Kansas City. Yay! Yay! Before we launch
1: in, we have an update. Elizabeth, you have a fantasy island update.
0: Yes. So our Fantasy Island Christmas special airs tonight, 1223. It was going to be December 21st, but because of NFL scheduling, it got moved (laughs) to the 23rd. So please watch it. It's two hours. It's a Christmas movie. It's delightful.
1: Yeah, I cannot wait to watch. Um, and I wanted to just say a quick thank you to everyone who has joined the Superfan group. I so appreciate the support and enthusiasm of this group. Again, if you want to join, it's happiercast.com slash superfan. It's free, it's fun, and I really appreciate it. So Elizabeth, our tried This At Home tip for 2022 is to join our yearly challenge. Habits are the invisible architecture of everyday life. If we have habits that are good for us, we're far more likely to be happier. And if we have habits that are bad for us, we'll find it tougher to be happy.
0: Yes. So, Gretchen, this is our third year in a row with our yearly challenge. We started in 2020. Um, We talked in episode 252 about walking 20 and 20. Yeah. We challenged ourselves and listeners to walk 20 minutes every day in 2020. Uh, That was our first one. And then it went so well, we decided to do it again. So in episode 305 for 2021, we proposed a new habit, which was read for 21 minutes every day in 2021. And the year of 2020 had been a tough year, as you may remember, Gretchen. (laughs) So we wanted the twenty twenty challenge to be just delightful and wonderful. And it was, because I think we all did a lot more reading. Yes, it
1: was a delightful and wonderful challenge. Plus, people got so much out of the walking. Listeners have told us about the extraordinary benefits they have received from this daily action. And it's just thrilling to hear how much good can come from just simple, consistent acts, you know, 20 minutes, 21 minutes, 22 minutes. So if you want to read about the success stories from Mark 20 and 20, I'll post a link to a blog post I wrote at the end of that year with listener stories. And now that we're coming to the end of 2021, I want to do the same thing for Read. So do let us know if you have some great success stories for Read 21 and 21, because I'm going to do a big roundup post of that. But now we're getting ready for 2022.
0: Yes. And Gretch, we thought 2020 was a tough year, but it turned out that 2021 was not a picnic either. <laughs> no, it was not. Right? Yeah. And I think a lot of us are really worn out. So our challenge for 2022 is rest
1: 22 in 22. Yes, the challenge is to rest. For 22 minutes a day. I love it. We thought people needed a reminder to rest.
0: Yeah. And Gretch, rest can take many different forms and people have all sorts of different reasons they need rest. But one thing I think we can all agree on is that rest is a necessity and it's something a lot of us do not get enough of. Yes. Yes. Now, for me, Gretch, I need to rest, I noticed, because of spending a lot of time on Zoom. Oh. I get a buzzing in my head on Zoom that I just don't get when I used to go into an office every day. Interesting. And so I really need to incorporate rest time. I mean, I've already just started doing this, and I love the idea that I'm going to impose it upon myself for 22 <laughs> minutes a day.
1: Yes. Now, I mean, the thing about rest is it's easy to overlook, but more and more, and maybe I think because now more than ever, I've become really aware of how important it is. And we're both so curious to see how people interpret rest because it's a little, it can go in a lot of different directions. Like walk was walk, but rest, you know, what do we mean by rest, do you think, Elizabeth?
0: Well, for me, rest means not being in motion. So I would, for me, it's like sitting outside while Nacho plays. Mm -hmm. Sleeping, obviously, is rest. Napping. Yeah. But I wouldn't include watching TV, even though I'm not in motion watching TV. But Mm -hmm. I wouldn't count that as rest. Maybe because I'm a TV writer, nothing having to do with TV seems like rest. But does reading feel like rest? Reading feels like rest to me. Right. Yes, especially if I'm listening. Right. I love to me the ultimate rest is, to, and I think I've mentioned this to you, is to go lie on my bed and just listen to a book. That is extremely restful to me. Interesting.
1: Well, I am so curious to hear how pe- what people do with this idea of rest, where they take it. So, like for me, one of the things I would say about rest is to go to sleep earlier. I am a sleep zealot, and I think a lot of people wish that they went to bed earlier. That's a hard habit for many people to maintain. Like, they just find themselves staying up just a little bit or a lot too late night after night. I did write a post a while back about tips for getting yourself to go to bed on time, so I'll post a link to that. Because I think for many people, just saying, okay, I'm going to try to go to bed 22 minutes earlier every night, that itself would be very straightforward and a very productive use of their time. Yeah.
0: Well, Gretch, this makes me want to ask you for an update um, about taking a nap, because obviously taking a nap is another way to rest. Our dad is the ultimate napper. I think he would be great with this challenge. (laughs) And in episode 337, our Try This at Home was taking a nap. So I want to hear why you were suggesting that and how it's going. Yeah, so that was our
1: tried this at home, and I've been trying to to nap when I can. Some days I can't nap, and I don't make myself bonkers if, if I can't do it. But on days when I can't, and obviously I'm very fortunate that many days I can. But many days I can, and I had read all this research about how napping increases alertness and decreases fatigue. It improves your ability to concentrate which for my work is so important because like basically my alertness and my ability to concentrate is so important. And I have been doing this and I love this. I'm a huge fan of the nap. Highly recommend it. My fear that if I started napping, I would be very discombobulated on days when I couldn't nap. That Mm. has not happened. It doesn't seem to matter. And the thing about 22 minutes, funnily enough, I always set my alarm for 25 minutes, and usually I'm waking up three minutes early. Wow. For me, at least, 22 minutes just happens to be exactly the right amount of time. And it feels a lot longer than it is. 22 minutes, you're like, it's hardly even worth a nap. But it actually feels like a very significant nap.
0: And you're not groggy when you wake up.
1: I'm groggy for a few minutes, but I usually get something to drink or walk around, and, and I quickly wake up. So I'm not, I'm not that, I don't have that deep grogginess. What else, Alyssa? What are some other th- our thoughts about rest?
0: Well, one thing um, that you and I were talking about is a way to get yourself to rest is to imagine your fantasy self, because you could think your fantasy self rests every day and has a wonderful yep. cup of tea and a rest. And the nice thing about resting is, whereas you can't do a lot of things that your fantasy self wants to do, (laughs) like maybe, you know, drive up the coast in a convertible, Yeah, you can rest very likely. Well, it's funny
1: because speaking of fantasy self, a friend of mine had bought a new house and she was saying to me after they'd lived there for a couple of years, when we were Thinking about buying this house, I was just part of the reason that I really wanted it is I had this vision of myself, like it has a porch overlooking like these woods. And I thought every morning I'm going to come out here with my cup of coffee and I'm just going to look at nature and reflect and it will be this beautiful, energizing, contemplative way to start my day. And I haven't done it even one time. Mm -hmm. But to me, that is a kind of rest, like it's a kind of restful beginning of the day. Like you're running around, getting everybody organized, getting everything together. And then you sit down for that final cup of coffee So she had thought about this for her fantasy self, but never lived it up to the fantasy. So like, as you say, that's probably something that's pretty
0: attainable. Yes.
1: Well, I also think that in terms of getting ideas is I think there are lessons from childhood here. One thing I see over and over in thinking about a happy life or like how to set ourselves up, what's true for little kids is often true for adults, like treat yourself like a toddler, because I'm basically Mm. the same as adult Gretchen as I was as toddler Gretchen, or like, give people their wish and fantasy. This works for a little kid when you say, I wish I could magically make more ice cream appear. Um, You, You get what you get and don't get upset. Exactly. Exactly. It's true for little kids and it's true for adults. So here's the question. Teachers... Do you have ideas about this? Because I was thinking about preschoolers and how, like, you get at your mat and you lie down. Do they actually fall asleep? I think some of them do, yeah. Like, I wonder how long their rest is. How do you get people to rest who are all fired up and don't want to rest? What do you see? What are the benefits of rest? I just wonder, wonder if the experiences of teachers might have a lot of relevance to adults who are trying to get rest.
0: One great thing about rest, I think, again, for preschoolers and adults is that it's a bit of a reset. So whatever was going on before, if you take that time out, rest, you're kind of starting anew. Yes. And I think that that can be quite useful.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. When I remember in our family, when Eliza and Eleanor were little, we had quiet time. And this mm. was after lunch, and everyone had to go be quiet. So sometimes that meant napping. Sometimes that meant looking at books or just playing in your bed. Jamie and I would often nap. Mm-hmm. And so I, maybe for some people, the idea of quiet time might be alluring.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can do this rest thing as a family. Which you could do, nice. oh my gosh,
1: that would be a great idea. And Alyssa, one thing about you lying on your bed and listening to an audiobook caught my attention which is that you go into your bedroom to do that because you have a lovely sofa in your office so theoretically you could just get up out of your chair get off your treadmill desk and go lie down right next to yourself but you actually go into your bedroom to do this and i thought that seemed like a really good idea that it first of all your bedroom you, you more associate with rest but also just not being in your work space
0: Yes, I think that change of environment is key, at least for me. Like especially when I say the buzzing in my head, like yeah. it definitely helps me to just remove myself yeah. from the space, yeah. and then my brain clicks into a different mode. Right
1: now, a lot, obviously, a lot of people cannot rest during their work day. So, if so, might you rest when you get home from work? I I remember a friend of mine was telling me how her husband he would come home from work and he had this thing where he would always go sit on a particular sofa and stare at a bookcase and that mm. they called that bookcase time and he just oh. needed this transition and he would just sit there for 20 25 minutes and just they would just leave him alone and they knew like don't mess with bookcase time but i think that might have been a kind of rest as well mm-hmm. to recharge
0: of course, Gretchen, it, it is very important if you're resting to try to take a break from stress. So yep. like, try not to ruminate during this time. <laughs> yes. If you need to ruminate, yes. schedule yes. a different time to worry, yes. not during your rest time.
1: Yes, yes. This is supposed to be restful. It's not a time for racing thoughts. If you find yourself mm-hmm. falling into racing thoughts, maybe there's a whole separate track of try this at homes for that. So you might think about relaxing your muscles, taking deep breaths. I wonder if some people will rest in the bath. I would not pick a bath to rest, but I think for many people. Yes.
0: Yeah. And I wouldn't include a shower, but others might.
1: That's the thing. Are you in motion in a shower in a way that you're not in a bath? I don't know. We're going to get into all these edge cases, I think, probably. That's okay. People can define it for themselves. But I would say this. Many people think of rest as like the absence of work, that it's like not valuable in its own right, And sometimes people equate it with laziness. Like when I remember talking about the try this at home of me taking a nap, I really hesitated because I I felt like it seemed slothful. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I will say that research shows that it's just the opposite. Rest is an essential element of working well and working smart. It helps us to think. It increases our productivity. It can refresh the mind. It can boost creativity because it helps open you to unexpected connections and makes you open to different possibilities. And it also raises your level of engagement. Engagement. And engagement is very highly correlated with productivity. And so if you're someone who needs reasons, and I'm looking at you questioners out there, mm-hmm. there is a lot of research. I'll post a few links in the show notes about why rest is so valuable.
0: Well and Gretchen, I noticed this about my rest and all the work I have to do on Fantasy Island. I mean, mm. there is no question that when I take time out to rest, my work is both more productive and more enjoyable.
1: Right. And then the research on sleep is just, it's like the magical elixir of life. Sleep is so important. So let us know, are you going to join us in this challenge, the challenge to rest 22 and 22, email us or post us using the hashtag, hashtag, rest 22 and 22. Let us know, do you agree with our definition of rest? Like, I think play does not count as rest. Maybe play would be good for 2023. But might someone argue that play is a form of rest? Mm. I want to write a kickoff post full of suggestion tips and hacks. I think many people have probably already tried to incorporate more rest into their lives. So if you have figured out some great ways to get yourself to rest... Like, do you have a rest ritual? I was thinking this mm. could be really powerful. Ooh,
0: a rest ritual. I like that.
1: Yeah, like maybe you light a candle, or maybe you arrange your bed in a certain way, or maybe change your environment to a certain way to make it more restful. I'm, I would be very curious to know, and especially if you have used your tendency to figure mm. out a way to rest. I would love to include some tips for upholders, questioners, obligers, and rebels. And again, if you don't know your tendency, you can go to GretchenRubin.com slash four tendencies to take the quiz. It's always so energizing to hear about other people's ideas. Alyssa, don't you feel like we get more and
0: more fired up as people respond? Absolutely. And what I love about this is that everyone hopefully will just feel they have permission to rest now. You know what I mean? We're all giving each other permission to rest and a pat on the back, gold stars for resting. Yes. And that, to me, is going to be the game changer of this whole year. Well, Russ. you can
1: use Rust 22 and 22 as an accountability tool if you want to. Oh, I think people can do that. So let us know if you do try this and whether and how you'll join us for Rust 22 and 22. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Use the hashtag Rust 22 and 22. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is happiercast.com slash 357 for everything in this
0: episode. Coming up, our happiness hack will give you a couple of last minute gift ideas, but first this break.
1: Post
0: your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Gretchen, it's time for the happiness hack. And Christmas is upon us, but there are still a couple of things people can do if they are needing gifts. Yes. So we've mentioned it
1: before, but just because this is such an excellent gift and it is a last minute gift. It is a gift that does not create clutter. It is a gift that does not take money. It just needs a little teensy bit of thoughtfulness. And that is the gift of podcast. If you go to giftofpodcast.com, you can download a gift certificate that you fill out and a cheat sheet of instructions reminding people how to sign up for free to get a podcast. And so this makes it very easy to give a specific podcast to someone you know who will love it. And if it's somebody who's never listened to podcasts, it gets them interested in doing that and shows them something that they would like to listen to. And the thing is, what is a better gift than podcasts? Because you just have all this amazing content for free, whether you are interested in true crime or Dolly Parton or or The Office or history or science or nature or the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I went deep dive into the World of Nebraska Cornhuskers podcasts for our father There's a great podcast on it, and you can give it, a little kid can give it. So it's just something you can roll up and decorate and stick in someone's stocking. And again, just go to giftofpodcast.com. It's free and it's quick. No clutter, no waiting, no errands, no money.
0: And then another idea, Gretchen, is to donate in someone's honor to a cause you know they support.
1: Yes, and I was reminded of this because a friend gave a gift in my honor to the New York Public Library. So I love libraries. I love the New York Public Library. And so I got a message from a friend saying, Hi, Gretchen, I thought you of all people would appreciate having a book dedicated in your honor for the New York Public Library. Your name will be appearing inside a book circulating in the library. The message reads, In honor of Gretchen Rubin, with gratitude for her friendship, wisdom, and generosity of spirit. That's so nice. Yes. It's in a book plate that will go in a book that is added to the library's collection. And I got choked up when I read that. It was such Mm -hmm. a meaningful gift to me. I was so moved by that. And I'll post a link for how you can do this for the New York Public Library. But, I mean, many libraries and countless other organizations offer something like this. I think it's just the idea that someone else is trying to help put your values out into the world is very, very meaningful. And, uh, And certainly in the
0: spirit of the holidays. And also something that you can do last minute.
1: (laughs) Yes, if you're celebrating Christmas and you're up against that deadline, it's something you can do last minute. And now, Elizabeth, for our announcement. Another drum (laughs) roll. Yes. Yes. This is so exciting. Yes. Have you ever thought, gosh, I just wish I had more happier in my life? If so, starting January 8th and every other Saturday in 2022, You can get more happier with our new bi-weekly episode called More Happier. More Happier.
0: (laughs) Of course. So, Gretchen, our description of this new episode is... Every other Saturday, join us for some weekend listening as we kick back and get more happier. Tune in for more observations and reflections with a looser vibe. Gretchen unleashes her inner happiness bully. Elizabeth finally gets the chance (laughs) to impart (laughs) wisdom gleaned from the Real Housewives. And, of course, we'll talk about what's making us and our listeners more happier. Yeah, we just thought there's a lot of conversations
1: that we thought would be interesting to have that are very relevant to the subject of happiness, health, productivity, creativity, relationships, all the things we talk about. But they didn't quite fit in our, the segments that we have in Happier. So we'll, more Happier will still be very structured, but it's going to be looser. Like maybe yes. sometimes we'll have guests who will guest host with us or, you know, just like a different kind of stuff is there.
0: Yes, and we should mention this is free. Yeah. A lot of podcasts have content for people who pay, but this is just a bonus. Yeah, this is just this is just more.
1: Two things. One is speaking of it being extra content. This is not homework. Right. We know many of our listeners are completists. They start listening, they go back to episode one, they catch up and they stay caught up and they're very proud of being completists. And boy, do we appreciate and love our completists. We Mm -hmm. salute you, we load you with gold stars. But completists, this is extra credit. This doesn't go to your completist record. If you don't want to listen to this... It's kind of like a little happier. If you like a little happier on Mondays, it, you can have a little happier. If you want more happier, every other Saturday, you can have more happier. But it's not homework, and we don't want anybody to feel like they're overloaded or this is something that they have to get done to listen yes, to Yes, it's
0: just for people who want more yes. happier.
1: Yes, yes.
0: It's going to be fun for us. Yes. That's for Sure.
1: Yes. And we're still, we have a lot of ideas for the kinds of things that we want to include, but but we are very open to suggestions. Like we can take this in many different directions. So if you have an idea about what you would like to have new or deeper or different, let us know because we're very excited to get this launched. As I said, our first episode will be in your feed on January 8th, but we are just like we are with Happier. We're always open to new ideas.
0: Yes, and I have been jotting down lessons from the housewives. Gretchen. Okay. So,
1: this <laughs> is get ready. You've been wanting to do this your whole life, Elizabeth. Well, Finally, we have the proper vessel for yes. this wisdom. Yes. yes, yes, yes.
0: Coming up, Gretchen has a mom happiness to merit, but first, this break. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed hut chore? Mm-hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. Okay, Gretchen, it's time for demerits and gold stars. You're up this week with a happiness demerit.
1: Okay. Well, listen, I think you'll understand this demerit. You and I do not like to drive. I would say we're both no. kind of fearful drivers. We do not yeah. love to drive. We grew up in the Midwest. So we, you know, we were part of that whole thing of people getting their license on the day they turned 16. That was not our frame of mind, but we, we know that. Yeah, You live in LA, you have to drive all the time. And my demerit is that I have not worked hard enough to push Eliza and Eleanor to get their driver's licenses. Eliza (laughs) still doesn't have a driver's license. They both did driver's ed. And Eleanor is eligible to take the test in February. So maybe I can still get her over the finish line, maybe within her, not within her 17th year, but before she graduates from high school. Eliza's has graduated from college. And I just feel like growing up in the Midwest and knowing that they might move anywhere in the country, it would just be great for them to have this under their belt so that if they were going to move to Minneapolis, they wouldn't think like, ooh, now I'm going to have to get my driver's license. It would just be like another hurdle.
0: Yes. It's just a good
1: thing to have. It's a good thing to have. It's a good skill. to. It's a very important skill to have. And it's good to have the license done and behind you. And I haven't done it.
0: Gretch, while we're here in Kansas City, I can also gently yes. suggest yes. that they need to get their licenses or else yes. it's just going to hang over their head forever. Never.
1: Yes, because probably the time when you decide you need it, it will be like the most inconvenient possible time.
0: Exactly.
1: Okay, but Alyssa, take us up. What is your gold star?
0: Okay. Well, Gretchen, I am giving a gold star to mom and dad, especially mom, for the decorating of our house for Christmas. Because if this were my week to give a demerit, I'd be giving myself a demerit for not Uh decorating. I have to admit to you, at home in Encino, I did zero Christmas decorations. I've never done this in my life. Wow! No tree, no tabletop tree, no Santas put out, no lights no you know little pillows yeah. nothing i did absolutely no decorating i was just so overwhelmed with starting yeah. fantasy island and i just couldn't make it happen but and also you got nacho that's also yes and i used nacho as, as i use <laughs> nacho as my excuse i finally said to them you know with nacho, it's probably not a good idea to have all this stuff out. Oh, oh, well played. <laughs> I know. The real reason is I was just too o- overwhelmed. But I knew we were coming to Kansas City yeah. where there would just be the most beautiful Christmas decorations. I knew there would be the trees decked out with ornaments, the tablescapes, the special china, the gingerbread decorating, carols playing. I'm like, as soon as we step foot in mom and dad's home, we'll be overwhelmed with Christmas spirit. So I gave myself a pass, but I do feel bad about it. So gold star to mom and dad who helped you
1: get through this very, very tough time because you knew that it was all taken care of. Yes. Gold star. We will post some photos. It is glorious. Yes. The resources for this week Research shows that one of the great ways to make ourselves happy in the present is to reflect on happy times in the past. But it can be a lot of work to catalog memories. So I am partnering with Chatbooks on a 2021 year-in-review photo journal. It includes photos and then also reflective prompts from me to help you capture the highlights from your year. You can go to happiercast.com slash chatbooks to learn more and to order yours. This is super fun. It's not hard, and it's a super fun way to reflect on the year that we've just experienced Also, we briefly mentioned the four tendencies. If you, again, if you want to go deeper into the four tendencies, especially as you head into hashtag Rust22 and 22, you can go to GretchenRubin.com slash four tendencies, F-O-U-R tendencies, to take the quiz and like get all kinds of resources related to the tendencies. What are we reading? Elizabeth? what are you reading?
0: I am listening to
1: Life by Keith Richards. And I'm reading of Walking on Ice by Werner Herzog.
0: Gretch, we've come to the end of hashtag read 21 and 21, but we got to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it. This one's going to last. We, we kept doing We yes. keep doing
1: walk, too. I know. So, yeah. Well, that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Join us to rest 22 and 22. Let us know if you're going to join us in the challenge. Post in hashtag read 22 and 22 and let us know how you're
0: going to make it work for you. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at gretchenrubin.com.
1: And if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. Give the gift of podcast and recommend Happier with Gretchen Rubin. We would so appreciate it. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Craft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and upward. So, Elizabeth, when we were getting ready to start um, the Happier podcast, I remember you had that notebook with golden white stripes and you, you wrote down notes. Are you using that for the more happier notes or do you have a new oh, notebook? Oh, no.
0: But now that you mention it, I need a notebook because right now all my uh, more happier notes are just on little Post-its. Oh. Um, I need an official more happier notebook. Ooh, well, I love any excuse to, to buy a new <laughs> lovely notebook. I know.